Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Tacoma Roma Podcast. Uh, today we're talking with a couple of friends of ours and uh, Pacific Northwest natives, Mallory and Josh. They decided last year that they're going to sell, they sold everything and then uh, just going down to backpack South America indefinitely. Uh, they've been down there for uh, a little over, almost seven months now. Um, so we Skyped them while they're uh, down in Peru and uh, they kind of just talk about their story and uh, um, you know what kind of led them to go down there and some of the stories that, that uh, come out of their trip so far. Uh, so if you want to hear uh, more about their adventure, we plug it throughout the episode as well. But check out BackpackAndBoleto.com. Uh, here's the show. It's like double dutch. We're just going to like <laughs> at some point jump in Triple. and then we'll be in it and that's the podcast. There's no like and action. Like We're not going to do that, you know. We so. we should have named the podcast Double yeah. Dutch. I don't know why <laughs> Double Dutch is my like I did Double Dutch once as a kid and it was my shit and now I'm like, you know how you know you know Double Dutch, right? <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah, so it's my baseline for like uh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh but the makeup of this now is Andrew and I, you know, two hosts, Chris is gone. And uh, so Joe's here. He is. We work together, and he's in town um, for the weekend, staying at my place, and then he'll be out of here. But he just wanted to come check it out, you know, and uh, he may chime up. He's he's a little... He's nervous, Nelly. This would be his first time on the I'm podcast. Shy. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. We're only expecting two people, so... Yeah, don't... don't oh, sorry. There, I'll back out. <laughs> out. You know, it'd be, it'd be best if you guys just don't address each other. I'll just, just sit in the corner <laughs> and drink beer. Yeah. Yeah, but Joe. Stay cool, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. It was nice to meet you. Nice. He, he he's our sign off. He's gonna do the the go Joe GI Joe tip of the day, and then that's it. Oh. And that's gonna end today's show. Yeah. Remember to recycle. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Real American oh, hero. Man. Um. Cool. So we don't have much. I think as far as like outline for this show. Tell me what you guys feel. But we'll get we'll introduce you guys, and then kind of let you talk about yourselves. Um, just as people, and then we'll get into you know the recent, uh, pretty huge change that you guys made, lifestyle change, right? Yeah. Every everybody we've had recently, as far as guests, has just been like, well, I don't know. I guess I'll start talking, and then by the end of it, it's like, yeah, you had a lot to teach us and tell us, and that's what we want, you know. So that's all this has to be, you know. <laughs> so oh, basically, no I'll just start it off how how it, how it all like kind of how it all started. Um. Originally, I had this. I had, Mallory had brought up this when we first started dating. She had brought up this idea. She's like, "Oh, I really want to go to South America," and, uh, and I didn't think nothing of it. I had never traveled in my life. Never only been out of the states a couple times. Mexico, once or twice. I don't even think I can get into Canada, so I don't think I've been there. But <laughs> <clears throat> she uh, she brings that up. I keep it in the back of my mind, thinking I don't know whatever, what, how I'm ever going to make that happen. So. We start dating and it keeps, we keep, you know, we grow as a couple and it's been like two years into the relationship now. And then at this point, and uh, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to get us some tickets to Machu Picchu and we'll go, we'll go down there. We'll check it out. We'll spend two weeks. We'll just take a little vacation. We'll see it and she'll see South America. Everyone will be happy. So Christmas comes, um, Get it all planned out. I buy super expensive, overpriced tickets that I <laughs> later on get yelled at for. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I get we get the tickets, and uh, she gets the gift. She's excited. Everyone's psyched. 
and uh, it's the countdown now. We're all waiting to go, and we're laying there one night, and we're like, what if we just went? Like, two weeks, we can't even scratch the surface of South America. What if, I mean, I'm doing construction, you're doing marketing, you know, I mean... Neither of us were stoked yeah. on what we were doing at all. So uh, we just kind of started talking about it, and we started looking at the things we wanted to do in South America, and the list got longer and longer, kind of. We really didn't have much of a list. It was just daydreaming. And then um, I think in, like, March of last – like, a year ago, just yeah, like, a year ago, we decided let's just do it. Let's just quit our jobs and go. And so – that's how we got to Peru, and uh, we've been traveling for six months now, and we're back. We started in Peru, and now we're back in Peru, and we have one month left, and um, it's been a pretty interesting adventure. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. You're just like, oh, yeah, two weeks. Eh, let's just go for a couple months. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty. We didn't, you know, like most people plan for this stuff for years. Like, yeah, like for years they're thinking of it, and. We kind of just like on a whim, we're like, we should just, it's now or never. Like, we got to go. We got to go now. I mean, we're not getting any younger. So it's go time. And uh, we just did what we had to do to <clears throat> make it happen and saved as much money as we could and sold as much stuff as we could. And somehow we've made it work. Yeah. For well, sure. Well, for the listener's sake, just as promised, we're in it now. We're recording. This is the beginning of the podcast, right? So. We're going to welcome our guests, Josh and Mallory. You just heard a little bit about their story um, and what they're what they're up to right now. It's pretty incredible. Um, can we just back up a little bit and tell us about yourselves? Like what uh, we kind of I, I I copy and pasted your bio from uh, your your blog, and we kind of talked about like you know born and raised adventurers. What kind of what kind of stuff were you guys into before you made this journey? Like what's your you just always outdoorsy people. Uh, yeah, growing up, like, I mean, I had a pretty active family. Like, we didn't travel out of the country. Like, I'd never been out of the country until, well, I've been to Mexico and Canada. But, like, this, until this trip, I hadn't done that. But um, always, like, camping, dirt biking, skiing, snowboarding, um, just kind of always out and about doing something like fishing or, you know, going on some kind of adventure. So it's definitely something that, I've always done, and then I've always just been kind of the kind of person to get these, like, wild hairs and decide to, like, pick up and do something crazy. So um, it's definitely not out of suit for me. It's kind of my, my standard MO, but it's a pretty pretty big shift, you know. My other moves were to, like, L.A. and Park City in the States, and leaving to South America is a pretty big change. Yeah, for sure. How are you guys handling? So, without having having too much experience out of the country, how are you guys handling handling the like cultural differences, language, and all that? What's that like? Um, the first, the the first day we got here, we arrived in Lima late at night. The next day, we went out and tried to find some groceries and stuff. Uh, so we walked we walked everywhere because everyone told every book we read said did not take taxis. So we were literally walking eight miles a day because we were scared to take the wrong taxi. Uh, so we were exhausted and we saw a lot of, but we saw a lot of the city that way, but we got back that night and I started crying because, and Josh is like, what's ha- what's happening? What's wrong? Why are you crying? And I'm like, it's just so different. Everything's <laughs> so different. 
Like the houses are different. They don't finish them. Like the grocery. <laughs> it's just it makes me so sad. And so uh, that was kind of my first like rea- you know like culture shock, and um, it, it was yeah it was crazy. And <clears throat> I don't speak super good Spanish. I still don't. And so that's been a challenge. Um, a lot of hand gestures and weird words that come out of our mouths and we try to make it work and somehow it does, but, um, yeah, definitely a culture shock and a, a big learning experience in that way. So Gosh. was that, uh, Casa Rock Cusco? Is that, am I saying that right? Oh yeah. So that's, yeah. A, yeah was that your first, is this where uh, you're talking about right now? No. So, uh, you know what? We got really lucky and we couch surfed the first week. Oh, okay. And we stayed with some super awesome hosts. But the standard of living is just so different. And, yeah. we, you know, we really learned that right off the bat. And then once we got to Cusco's where we okay. had that, that lovely experience. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, that's, I, did I, you, that's when I started crying. Did you read about that, KJ, <laughs> that post? Uh, no. I, oh, I think man, yeah. So I, it's, the so most t- recent was about the, I think, the hike that Josh yeah. was on. Or, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us about your uh, your yeah experience there. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I guess I'll start with me, a little bit about me. Uh, I was you know raised outside a lot with my family we went on a lot of camping trips every summer and things like that um as i got older i i kind of strayed away from it um i was athletics really never left me though i always played sports always was competitive that never that has never changed but uh as far as camping and being outdoors and that that really fell off for me right after around high school right after high school um yeah, I was kind of just headed in a different direction, and I was just I'm not sure really what I was focused on, to be honest. Um, but then I met Mallory, and she reintroduced all that for me. And uh, I'm so thankful because now we're here, and we've done some pretty incredible things together, um, including tons of trips inside of the United States themselves. And uh, yeah, and I'm just so glad it was reintroduced because, <clears throat> yeah, it's just been a crazy adventure, and I'm just, what's that? And uh, yeah, it's just been it's been great. So when we got to Lima, for me, I I do construction, so I'm surrounded by a lot of Spanish. So I kind of I kind of had the upper hand a little bit, but it was still I'm not fluent by by any means. Um, like Mallory saying, hand gestures and body language is pretty crucial. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the first couple weeks, you know, I was I was kind of riding on a cloud. I was excited. I was psyched to be be out here and be away and just just a new life. And, uh, when we got to Cusco, that's the, what you're talking about, Andrew. Yeah. That was our, my, one of my first couch surfing experiences. And I really wasn't psyched on it. I was more like nervous. Well, like reverse, reverse. We just couch surfed in Lima for a week and that was Josh's first experience. And it was, we got really lucky. Like our hosts were awesome. They were super helpful. We had our own bedroom to sleep in. It was, you know, it, it really worked out. And so we booked another couch surfing, um, like a couch surfing stay in Cusco. And that's what Josh is talking about, his second couch surfing stay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just for me, the whole like, I don't know, man. I was just really wasn't that trustworthy yet. You know, it seems like a lot of trust goes into just going to some random person's house. Oh, yeah. On their end, too, for, you know. Staying there for free. 
and it's all based on reviews, right? But how is someone going to write a bad review when they're chopped up into pieces? You know what I mean? Like, you don't know this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really – I was I was kind of spooked, man. I'm not going to lie. And then especially going into a, you know, a developing country, it was – I was just kind of on edge. But, uh, yeah, the first experience was great. So I was like, let's do it again. I was psyched on it. We headed to Cusco. And uh, if you, if Cusco is a little different because the elevation, it sits at roughly like 13,000 feet. Um which is like three, a uh, third, like three thirds, or uh, <laughs> three thirds, <laughs> three thirds. Exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so it's up there, right? And so when you get there, you got to acclimate a little bit. You got to, you know, you can't eat quite like you want to. You get to, you know, you get to. Everything slows down. Your metabolism, your heart rate's elevated. So things change, you know. It's, so uh, we first get there. We meet up with our host, and he uh, he takes us out to this restaurant, and I'm all over it, man. I get a steak, I get the fries, I, get, I you know I'm I'm excited, I'm I'm hungry, and uh, I'm feeling good. And we we go back to the to the house, and this house, I don't really know if you can call it a house, like it it's like a pueblo meets. I, I, I don't know, man. It's like really hard to explain. I mean, you have to look at the pictures to kind of get an idea. Yeah, yeah, I saw but some we of those. There, he opens yeah, we get in there, he opens the door for us, and he shows us our room, and we thought we were the only ones staying in the room, uh, but instead we were sharing this nine-by-nine nine room with four other people, all females, and there's like bunk beds stacked up on top of bunk beds, there's this little concrete bed in the corner with like... A dirty, uh, dirty pillow. Yeah. Oh my God, it was horrendous. It looked like a dog just gave birth in the corner or something, it was terrible. <laughs> And just, uh, yeah, so. It reeked of urine. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was a, every, all the walls were cement. It was like a, like a war bunker or something like that. And the bathroom was completely detached. And there was no running water. Because every night, Cusco turns off the water from, what, 12, 12 p.m. to 5 a.m.? Because yeah. they have a water problem. Yeah. Oh, wow. No midnight exactly. showers. No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, and the bathroom was outside, like, t- connected to uh, his brother's house, which was basically just like a steel. It's weird. I don't so, even know how to explain it, man. It's just crazy. Like, it's really weird, guys. Most of the buildings are not finished. Um, for one reason, it's because if they don't finish it, they don't have to pay taxes. But also, they just build with the money they have and then call it good. Wow. So, like, most – a lot of, <clears throat> like, adobe – it's, like, mud and dirt, like, mud and rock houses. Um, and they'll use, like – maybe they found a piece of metal that they used for one wall. And then they found another piece of corrugated metal that they used for a different wall. And, like, it's all super makeshift. Like, every single thing <laughs> is really randomly put together. And it's just yeah. such a different way to live. It's really – like – it's a definite culture shock. So when we got to that room, we were like, what in the hell did we just sign up for? <laughs> this is terrifying. I want you but to you know, know I, want couch, you to, I want you to know that you every, be... everybody in the studio just started crying, by the way, <laughs> hearing that terrifying tale. <laughs> so we feel yeah, you on that. Man. So, yeah, but you don't like you don't want to be rude. It's a free place, you know, and he, he was super nice, man. The guy was awesome. He like worked with condors and. You know, he had a he had a good heart, you could tell, but 
I mean, dang, dude. Just like your house, bro. Like, come on. Standard of living is way different. Yeah. So we get in there and I'm like, yo, Mally, let's just hit the sack. Let's just, let's, you know, we're sharing this like little twin bed. You know, both of us in our sleeping bags, we blow up our own pillows, you know, terrified of bed bugs. And we just like, we're like, let's go to sleep. We will wake up early at five and we will get out of here and we'll go find like a hostel or something else, something different. We won't, and then we'll just be done with it. And uh, sure enough, we go to sleep about, I don't know, midnight, 1 a.m., my stomach starts gurgling and it's making noise like, and I'm not sure what's going on. It feels like, I don't even, like Lord of the Dance is inside my stomach and they're just, they keep people are kicking the outside of my tummy. It's, it's killing me, right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to use the restroom. And, and then I'm going to come back and go back to sleep. Everything will be fine. So I get down there. Let's just say for the sake of the listeners and <laughs> for everything else, it doesn't go well, right? <laughs> I try to get rid of it, but the water doesn't run. Oh. And so it's, it's, it's all backed up. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know. Or heck, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Oh, we got the explicit uh, rating. You is, can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. We don't work for PBS anymore. You're okay. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, man. So I, I like, crawl back into the bed uh, and try to go back to sleep again. It's not happening, man. It's the same thing. It's the same song. It's it's the runs, and it's it's <laughs> it's it's here, and it's, it's, it's mean. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet because there's four – Five other, four other women inside that place, and they're hearing me trying to get up, trying to get out, trying to get, you know what I mean? It's like you can hear everything. So this is the point where about the third or fourth time, I just decide, hey, I got to sleep out here. I got just got to hang outside for the rest of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and so for four hours, man, I sat out there. I was miserable. It was terrible. I finally got Mallory up. You know, she's in there snoring, just counting sheep, just so happy. Like, it was it was terrible, man. And that was my first real, like, South American, like, and I heard all the stories and talked to people about, hey, you're going to get sick. This is going to happen. And it happened. And Mallory, she was taking photos. She was laughing. She, you know, she was enjoying it. And I said, hey, enjoy this because your time is coming. I promise you are going to get it, too. And guess what? I'm going to be right there with the phone, Snapchatting, Instagram. <laughs> so it was terrible, man. But uh, I learned my lesson. And uh, I, honestly, I haven't really had steak since, like at high altitudes. And I think that's what it was. It was just the whole digestive, you know, pr- process. And uh, yeah, it just happened to be such a crappy place to get sick. You know, if it was just at a hotel, you know, any other place would have been great. But the fact that I couldn't flush. Yeah, man, you get the idea. It was, uh, it was. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, uh, we're we're looking at the pictures right now uh, from that. <laughs> it was just like Josh with his hands in his face, like. <laughs> I, I wanted I want to do two things on that note. So one, we should definitely because we're looking at your pictures through their blog, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's plug the blog. It's uh, is that backpackandboleto.com? dot com? Yeah, backpack and boleto. Boleto. Yeah. Oh, do you know what boleto is, KJ? No. Should I know what boleto is? Can you? Isn't can you it money? Me? Ticket, like ticket. a ticket. Oh, like ticket. A ticket. Okay. Hey, so backpack and boleto spelled b o l e t o dot com. If you guys want to check it out, it's pretty. It's a good read. There's some interesting pictures on there. So 
check out what these guys are up to. Um, while we're on it, I guess, too, Instagram-wise, there's at Peak Baggers. And at... Yeah. Oh, can I, can I plug this? Is that, I don't want to like give out stuff you don't want people to know. Oh, of course. No, okay, no, cool. Man, it's all good. So, and that would be Josh at Peak Baggers. And then at Mallory Smith would be the other one. That's Mallory. It's good yeah. photos. It's at least for me, it's been like, because you guys, what's the time difference? You guys know for like, we're pretty similar, aren't we? Uh, you guys are plus two right now? Yeah, we're plus two right now. I think the further, the, the most difference we were in was five hours. Five hours, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I okay. think down, uh, we went to Ushuaia, which is the, the end of the world. And uh, that was five hours ahead. Okay, so for me, you guys, when I wake up, you guys already have a couple hours on me, no matter what. And I get to, I open Instagram and I see your pictures, and it's always beautiful landscape and a little bit of like what you guys are seeing. So uh, that's that's pretty yeah. cool to see that and follow you guys. And I also wanted to back up a little bit just to explain, like for me, I go, you know, I'll visit some friend in Seattle. I'm in Tacoma now, so I'll go to Seattle. We go out. I get drunk. I got a couch surf, right? I'm gonna, I'm staying at their house. I'm couch surfing. But can you explain? <laughs> can you explain for people who maybe haven't traveled what couch surfing is and why you went that route as far as uh, you know helping your travels out? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So, um, couch surfing's a social networking website, um, much like Facebook. Well, not much like it. Kind of like Facebook. You make a profile, and um, you talk about yourself. You talk about your travels, where you want to travel, uh, things like that. You add photos. <laughs> And then uh, it is all based off of a review system. So the way I got started on couch surfing is my brothers were doing it. Um, and they traveled all over the U.S. doing couch surfing, had, you know, awesome experiences. And so I started a profile. They vouched for me. And then uh, I, you know, found other friends that I knew on there and had them write me a review. And then um, the idea is <clears throat> you stay for example, uh, you want to go to L.A., but you're broke. <laughs> that, that's really what that's kind of what it boils down to. It is a community and it is a way to meet people. But you want to go to L.A. and you're broke. So you get on couch surfing, you search L.A., all these people pop up. You look at their pictures, you look at their profile. Um, if you're a single dude or a single girl, you're probably going to stay with a single dude or a single girl. <laughs> like, you know, it's just kind of the way it works. But um, and. You, you send a request like, hey, I'm going to be in town May 5th through 8th looking for a place to stay. I would love if you could host. They write back and um, you stay. If you're awesome, they're going to write you an awesome review. If you suck, they're going to write you a horrible review. And then once you get that horrible review, you, can, you can't ever delete it. So no one ever is like no one's going to let you stay after that. So it's not like so, Yelp where you can uh, buy out your bad reviews? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> The review, like once you write the review, it can't be edited, and you're not able to see the other review until each person writes a review. If that makes sense, so you can't be like, I can't believe they wrote that about me. I'm gonna write this. It's like got to be as genuine as possible. We can we can hear you whispering. No secrets. No secrets. <laughs> oh no. No, I'm just kidding. See, he wanted to see you guys, but I said it's it's it off. Feel more like a conversation if we I could see you. Oh you know, yeah. Than talking into, I mean I don't know. Well, see, you got to put it in perspective though. Anybody listening to this can't see us, so it's kind of yeah, like that's the, true. The name of the game, you know. No, yeah. but I, I hear you though. He'll. You want to put that up? <laughs> this is oh, where sweet. this is where we need the projector. Uh, Chris was talking about we should have like a big projector. That'd be yeah. awesome if we could have for like Skype stuff, but. 
So yeah, I like the lounge though. Cheers. Chilling. I like. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we do all right. (laughs) It's not bad. Um, what I want to what I want to ask you guys. Oh, so do you put it in perspective? Like now you've got to review your host, and if you're like, okay, you guys had a terrible experience for outside reasons, right? Like it wasn't like he made the food for you, and you're like, this is terrible. It's killing me. So are you? Did you guys rate him pretty well, or is it like? Um, I just decided not to write a review for that guy. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, his house wasn't up to snuff, honestly. Like, and no one said that. And he had like a hundred and forty something reviews, and nothing mentioned the sleeping situation. Yeah. So, which is kind of weird to me, because it was like a very interesting sleeping situation, and so uh, I just decided not to write a review. Just kind of leave that one un- unsaid maybe for people from other countries it's more normal and maybe yeah. i'm just kind of like i expect a little bit more or something so well yeah, that's what i was gonna I, I was gonna ask you about like would it be different if you went to that place now after being you know down there yeah. for months well yeah 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 we've stayed in some pretty interesting places that we're just like. I thought we were going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I kept waiting for the yeah, rub when you guys tell us like, "Oh, what does your host do?" And he's he's a cab driver, you know. Like yeah. that's why things are so terrible because he's one of the bad people you don't stay with. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think that uh, perspective is a bit different now. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of get used to like things not working, things not being put together well, not having hot water. When they say they do, um, not having internet when they say they do, understanding that breakfast included means you get a piece of bread with butter and jam. And well, I mean, you don't even get butter or jam. You get like, I mean, a dollop. Yeah, a dollop a daisy. Dollop a daisy. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. So I wanted to ask like about a bad like situation or like a you know bad experience on the trip, and then like a good one. I was gonna say worst and best, but I don't, I don't think you can really like say like the best, you know. But like, what's so? What's like one of the best parts of the trip? Like, Josh, you just went on that crazy hike, and then like, I don't know, what else has been really good? Oh, you, Josh? No, oh, yeah, the, <laughs> the the climb the climb was incredible. Uh, the climb after that was even more amazing. I mean, uh, as a team. I think uh, we had a lot of fun in El Sheltan, and we actually just posted that up on the blog today. Like, we're actually right before the phone call. Um, we worked on it today, and it, going through the pictures and, and, and writing it and reliving it, reliving it yeah. was just like, you know, it was hard to wipe the smile off my face because it really truly was a special part of our trip. You know, we were, I don't know, four months in. You know, Spanish was getting better. Getting around was getting easier. Um, we just starting to feel more confident in ourselves, and uh, everything went, you know, played out perfectly. The weather was great. Um, the scenery was just incredible. Uh, it was just a beautiful place, and that's El Sheltan, Argentina. Um, yeah, we're looking at the pictures right now. It's some crazy. Yeah, it looks we, fake, right? We spent five five nights there. Six, seven. No, yeah. Six, seven total. Seven total, yeah. yeah. We spent a whole week there, and it was just – it never got old, man. It was it was just a, a small town full, filled with just uh, backpackers, climbers, 
hippies. I mean, just laid back. The vibe was right. I mean, it was just a cool place, man. And uh, it was free. It, yeah, it was just, it was just incredible. It was just really, really special place. Um, For me, it was. Uh, I, I like ditto to everything Josh said, but uh, so all the climbing we or the backpacking we had done before that was in Peru. And like we said, at Cusco, you sit at 12,000 feet and that's this or 12 or 13,000 feet. So, and that's in the city. So you go up in the mountains and you're hiking between 14,000 and 17,000 feet. And that's really hard for me. So uh, we did some beautiful, beautiful trekking in Peru, but I wasn't really able to enjoy it. And it made me feel like a real pansy because I was, I mean, I cried every five minutes. It was like... (laughs) just not having a good time because I couldn't breathe and I was cold and it was raining and it was just like a culmination of things. And your backpack feels way heavier when you can't breathe and you can't get oxygen to your body. And, uh, so that, that was really hard for me because I, I couldn't really enjoy it. And then we got to Sheltan and, uh, you're at, you know, hiking at five or 6,000 feet, which is like hiking in the North Cascades at home. And that's easy. Like I can breathe, no big deal. Like, it's like I could skip along, I could run, I could, like, it, it was great. And so uh, that was a huge plus for me was actually being able to, like, do the do the hike and enjoy it rather than suffering through it and just trying to make it through through to the end. And you guys are going to be able to run a marathon, like, no problem when you get back to sea level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. Would, one would think. <laughs> right? That's the thing about Peru, though, man, that's so special, too. I mean, I go, I talk about Sheltan and, and how crazy – cool that place was but then i get back here man and just spending like the last what two weeks now week week and a half or so back in peru and we just finished up uh coca canyon it's the second deepest canyon in the world and we hiked into the bottom of it and there's this crazy oasis that has like a waterfall with a pool and like just this whole culture of community of people that like you know let you come and stay camp down there and that's their way of living you know but you have to earn it to get there, you know, you have to hike down and then the only way out is to hike up. Right. So it's just, everything improves us on a much larger scale. And so it's just, it's a super unique place, but it's just, I don't know, man, that's the thing about traveling. It's just, you see so much and just like everything has its own special yeah. place, you know, it's, it's, uh, so it's really hard. That's a tough question. Do you guys, next, uh, next question. Next question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys, uh, let's see. I was wondering, and I guess the answer could be no for sure, but is there a place that you've been to, whether it be the city or just the vibe of the country makes you feel like, oh, we could live here forever? Anything like that? Oh. Well, before we came on this trip... Just say no. Just tell them. The answer's no? no. That's, okay. That's what I said. The, the answer could be no for sure because it's like... There's got to be like, it's, it sounds like there's a lot, a lot of give and take. It's like, oh, this place is beautiful, but also I can't breathe. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, the, food sure is so, the food is so good here, but it comes out horribly. You know, that's like. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, the food has not been so good everywhere. Like, I just want some, I want to be in Mexico eating tacos. Like, <laughs> yeah. It is just, it, you know, I really expected it to be so different. I don't know what I expected, but um Peru has a lot of produce, and so that's really great to be able to get fresh fruits and vegetables. But generally speaking, the food is just not up to snuff, and it's like they're only catering to tourism. And so every menu is the same. 
you know, you try to go out to eat and everything's the same. And so that's been kind of a bummer. Um, but going back before we got here and we were, you know, getting ready to leave, Josh kept telling people we were moving to Peru. <laughs> he's like, yeah. quit telling people we're moving. He's like, well, we're packing up all our stuff and we're going. And I'm like, yeah, but we're not moving. And he's like, well, maybe. And I'm like, we're not moving to Peru. Like, we've never even been to Peru. How do you know if you want to move to Peru? There's no way. And so uh, I'm pretty sure the first month he was in La La Land and would have definitely been, would have definitely moved there. But uh, as time goes on, you you know, you realize the luxuries you have at home. and Yeah, like flushing your toilet paper. I haven't done that in six and a half months. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. You just throw it in the trash can, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know the routine. <laughs> Which is Yeah, fine. I mean, I do that too, but for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine if it's your toilet paper, but when yeah. you're in a hostel and it's everyone's shitty-ass toilet paper and it's, like, overflowing, it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it's hey, hey, Mallory, is there any other kind of toilet paper than shitty-ass toilet paper? <laughs> Technically. Uh, I don't know why. Low-hanging low fruit, I had to, but continue. Sorry, that was a beautiful story and I ruined it. No, I don't know where I was. But the point is, is no. The quick answer is no. Um, we're definitely excited to be able to come home and have modern day luxuries and go to Costco if we want to and things <laughs> like that. So stupid. It sounds so dumb, but uh, we really do miss the food at home. Well, especially yeah, up here in the in the Pacific Northwest, like we have some of the best food yeah. and beers. Like, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, so so we'll, we'll throw we'll throw Joe in the mix here because he's like I said, he's up here vis- visiting with us and sitting in on the podcast. He's a He's always he's been in Seattle for like the last ten years or so, and he just recently moved down to L.A. Um, and he's da- he comes up today and he shows up to my house and he's got like a six pack and like a beer just for him like a big beer that he's like oh I, I miss really good beer you know but that shit matters. That's huge. Yeah, that's, uh, that's... <laughs> so L.A. That's awesome. <laughs> what kind of beer did he bring? At least though, let's. I mean. I mean, the, the style is, it's a IPA, right? Spice? Let's see. Oh, are you talking yeah, about a beard IPA. or a beer? Oh, a beard or a beer? Be- he didn't go to the store and get six beers. No, I didn't beard. a beard. <laughs> you got six beards? No, I, ice cold <laughs> ice cold beer from, uh, I, I can't figure out where this place is from, but it's Firestone is the uh, uh, brand, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought they just did tires, but apparently beer, and it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's an IPA. You can't, you know, you remember hops. They're so good. It's been a long time, but I, I think so. We're gonna buy you guys the first round. When you guys get, I mean, there's probably family and all that, but one day we're gonna meet up face to face. Well, yeah. We, so we, we owe you a beer. So we tried to do the sound check like last week, or we tried to get it, and the uh, your Wi-Fi just wasn't cooperating. We were talking a little bit about uh, when you guys get back and like what's next for you guys. So I think you were talking about the Pacific Coast Trail, right? Yeah, we um, today we actually made a pretty big decision. I was originally going to hike uh, for a month with Josh on the trail. And after doing some research, I realized I just don't want him to do it. So <laughs> um, uh, I'd have to, you know, like from the get-go, we'd have to hike 18 to 20 miles a day for me to be able to make it at home in time for my sister's wedding. And I just decided it wasn't for me, but... Uh, Josh is still going, and he's going to do three months on the Pacific Crest Trail solo. That'll be cool. He probably he just watched that movie. What was the Reese Witherspoon? 
Yeah, I mean, if she can do it, I'm all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably best for him too, because I can't imagine him like, okay, go back to a cubicle. You know, he gets some job, and then all of a sudden in the break room, there's a notice like, hey, please stop. Whoever's throwing shit away in their trash, <laughs> go ahead. And f- <laughs> you can flush it now. <laughs> they know it's you. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, the thing is, is uh, it's it's we were just talking about it too. It's so night and day. It's like we, it's seven months next to each other i mean every day i she's right here i mean there's no avoiding it i mean it's like either she's not here where the fuck is she she's lost like i need to find her like so and then to go three months without seeing her it's just like what oh yeah it's kind of so it's a little i don't know it's almost exciting i mean i don't want to say that out loud because she's right here but it's it's yeah it's It's it'll be it'll be a change of pace oh yeah i totally forgot to say congratulations on uh, getting engaged yeah. Oh, that's a whole nother story, Ooh. man. I don't know how much time you guys have, but <laughs> this was before the trip or at, during the trip? Yeah. 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 During yeah. the trip, yeah. Wow. Very nice. Post something about that soon. But yeah, he uh proposed at Torres del Pine, which is part of uh it's Chile in Chile's Patagonia. So kind of it was kind of like the icing on the cake of our trip. Uh, Machu Picchu was the first thing we wanted to do, and then the second thing we like for sure had to do was get to Torres del Pine. And we did it. Yeah. And we got engaged. It all worked out. (laughs) That's good. This could be two different podcasts. Like, I remember uh, we everyone here has done a little bit of traveling outside of the country, you know? So, uh, I don't think anybody... Who's who's gone to South America, really, for any amount of time? Any of us here? No. I don't think we have, really. So, uh, in any case, I took my girlfriend um, for Christmas to Germany a couple years ago, because she's never been out of the country. So, this was like a big deal for both of us, for me to be able to do it and her to go see... And we spent two weeks, but it was not on the level of you guys. Like we, I mean, we definitely had some, you know, there's the feeling like, oh, we have a parachute, you know, we're not just out there free falling, but (laughs) it, 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 I mean, that's how it's, that's how it started though, man. Exactly how you're explaining it with you and your girlfriend is, is exact same MO I had with Mallory. And it just happened to be where it worked out where I sold my place. I mean, it just, the things fell into place and it was just, it worked. So. Yeah, I know you, dog. I think everybody. <laughs> I think people like if you're in, if you're in a couple, that should be one of the at some point. Let's say a year or so, you should go travel with that person to really see. Because we were even just the two weeks in Germany was like, oh, we are we are like the best couple. You know what I mean? Like we work so well with each other, and like there was no like not one fight. How could you fight? You know, you ex- expect that to come up, but yeah, that's because you guys didn't get into the third week. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We caught we called it quits at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You guys are honeymooning, man. Uh, and, oh, but I know her too. I'm not saying like we can go anywhere. Her, she's not. Go- she's not fucking with Peru. I know that. There's no way. She needs all all of the walls. You know what I mean? There's not like oh, there's a missing wall. Okay, we'll sleep here. She's not having that shit. Well, you know what though? Like that's the thing is, we're trying to. I mean, we're we're going cheap wherever we can. So every place we've been definitely has like the the mid-range, the high-range, the nicer stuff. And we walk by and envy and take pictures of the big hotels and talk with the rich people playing golf yeah. and then just keep walking. <laughs> but, nice. uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of different ways to travel. And uh, as we, you know, we've kind of talked about it in, in retrospect, something I kind of wish I would have done when I was like 21-ish. I might have died, but I kind of wish I did it. And then now, and then like in your fifties or sixties, because I think that's so like 
three really distinct parts of life where like your experience would be so different. Definitely. Yeah. He's a, I mean, you guys know Andrew pretty well. So, you know, his job, I do the same job. So does Joe. So we've all, we've got like teasers of little like special places around the globe. And I wish I'm, I'm very much envious of you guys getting to do this trip. And it's like, I'm glad you guys do the blog because people, anybody listening today, please go follow them because it's just like, inspiring to hear something like this where everyone um Lindsay and i were just talking earlier about kind of you get those moments of like whatever you're doing currently in life you're just like even if you even if you love it you're there's some days where you're like i don't want to do this anymore i want to go do something else you know and it's usually travel is one of those big gets that people don't get to experience i mean that's huge yeah we de- you know we definitely feel really lucky but we're also not special like if we figured it out like, trust me, anybody can figure it out. For so, sure. yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, it's been amazing. And I'm, it feels kind of weird to share sometimes. Cause I, I feel like I'm bragging and it's like kind of rude or like, why would I, why am I doing this while everyone's sitting at work? But, you know, it's kind of good to hear that it's, you know, stuff people enjoy and they want to read it. And so, unfortunately, like some people just aren't going to be able to do that in life. So, if they can live vicariously through us a little bit, then that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Like I said, it's it's inspiring. But you know, you guys, I don't know if I could do that. There's, I think there's something in my brain that's like, you know what? Don't don't sell your car. You need that to get from <laughs> to, from A to B. You know, like what happens when I come back and I'm like, oh shit, no car. You know, uh, yeah. so uh, I I overanalyze things. There's a we maybe you've heard that phrase analysis paralysis. That's what that yeah. is. You, you get stuck in the planning stage. And you never make that leap. So that's. I think for me, for me, like having heard Mallard, like before we left, like the month or two before, like we actually took off, and there was a lot of people, family members. You're crazy. What are you doing? Are you, you're dumb, or you know, you that's that's stupid. It's like, so unsafe. It's, you're, you're gonna, gonna die. Get chopped <laughs> off, and this and this and this, right? And I, I, my own mother, right? She was, just, she's guilty, but not even. <laughs> we're on the phone, and she tells me, you know, I'm just so glad you're doing this. Like, oh just, man, that's awesome. First, you know, I just wasn't sure, but now, gosh, I can really. You know, it's just like I told you. You know, it just feels good because. Is she gonna be happy with that impression you yeah, just did of her? I like that your mother is like a. She's like a flapper from the nineteen, <laughs> yeah. the roaring twenties. She sounds nothing. She sounds oh, nothing. Wow. Like She's not really that old, but um, I don't see her in yeah, color, so just black and white, yeah. grainy image. <laughs> oh, be careful, Joshy. Shaking her finger. Chuela Deville. Yeah, no. Yeah. So it just feels good, man. It just—it's kind of like, even though it's my own mother, just to kind of throw it back, like you know, hey, it's—it's—it's it's, not—it's not that dangerous. I mean, it, 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 you can do it. You know, just. Pick, you'll pick up things as you go. You learn so much about yourself uh, and your others. And, I mean, especially traveling with someone else, you learn so much more about them. And then, like you said before, um, it's just you really should test a relationship by traveling. I mean, you, you can really learn a lot about somebody. And I learned enough to ask Mallory to marry me, so that was enough to know. So, yeah, it's just been, uh, yeah, in a lot of different ways, great, so. So that, I feel like we're like rambling and we're all over the place. Yeah, that's how I feel too. It's just Sorry. awkward. Sorry. It's, just, it's seven months and everything that's happened. Like it's so much to like try to pick and choose and like figure out where where to start and where to end and all that jazz. 
That's fine. That's fine. There's a. I'm gonna throw one thing in here. I wrote it down because I had I just seen a video and it. We I knew we were doing this podcast at some point, and I'm like, well, let me. There may be a thin thread here, but let me try to connect it. So, on a, a philosophical tip, there's this guy named Joseph Campbell who said, um, and to your point, Mallory, about the two points you talk about when you should vis- visit uh, another country or travel uh, in regards to age, like 20s and 50s. Um, he says, after a certain age, there is no future. Then life becomes rich, right? And I think he's he's getting to like this is me and analyzing that statement now is like, there's a point where it's like you know, it, it like, it feels like, you know, you're waiting, everyone dies, at some point you are going to die, and it's probably after 60, let's say, if you, you know, if you're so lucky, then life becomes rich, but I feel like what you guys are doing, you know, is it's a cool thing, because you don't have to wait for that age, there's, there's no future, tomorrow is not guaranteed, that type of stuff, so, um, that, I mean, that's what I see, so I'm, I'm just to wrap up, like, what you were just saying about that, that's, that's huge, I think, for and sure. it's, yeah. No, I kind of see that as the like the. I mean, my perspective of that quote is, like, there is no future, as in you only have today. So, like, if you got plans, you got your bucket list, you better start checking shit off quick, because I mean, <clears throat> you don't know. Like, you could make that list forever and never get anything done. So I think that's you know part of our motivation is, like, we're not getting any younger. It's never going to get easier to pick up and leave. We want to do it, so the time is now. Like we just got to go. Yeah. For sure. I mean, especially for me, it was like construction. You know, uh, done it my whole life. My old man was a carpenter. You know, I worked with him in the summers growing up, and you know, and and you do construction. You know, commercial construction. You know, concrete is what I worked for WG Clark in Seattle, and we did a lot of like UW uh, student housing and, and apartment complexes and stuff like that, and. Uh, you know, in Seattle, doing construction, man, when it rains, it pours. I mean, you're out there, and you're in the elements, and, you know, I had hit my hand with a hammer one too many times, and I had been rained on one too many times and said, <laughs> you know what, I'm ready to travel. I'm ready to do something different. Like, let's 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 make this happen now. And, you know, I had so much support with that company, and, like, uh, the one of the my general supervisor, Carl DeArmer, he's huge, huge uh, mentor for me, and you know, he's, you know, one of the reasons I'd go back to that company if, if, uh, if it ends up happening, but, um, yeah, if it wasn't for that company, I wouldn't be able to be here now, but it's just, uh, it was time for both of us and it just happened to work out. So I think, uh, did I read, I don't know if you said, if you phrased it this way, but like, so I thought I remember reading that, okay, you do construction. So when you get down to South America, maybe you, if you need to do work, you could do some construction. Has that come yeah. up at all? Have you been like, hey, I'll do a couple of days with somebody and finish uh, finish no. building these broken I, houses? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I mean, as a, yeah, Not actually it has. I've done it to make any money, but the first three months we were down here, we did workaways. And so... Basically, what a workaway is, is it, you, like a, a family or a, a, a house, business. a business, they let you stay at their place for free in exchange for your skills. So for instance, Mallory was good at making websites and um, this bed and breakfast we stayed at, she made a website for, and then they also needed some stuff done around the house as far as re- refurbishing windows and uh, you know, some painting and some just some handyman stuff. And it happened to work out where I was able to fill it. So I, I mean, in exchange it, that for that, yeah. But for, as far as to make a like, a couple bucks, no. Um, 
things are half built, so I don't really, I don't really have a job here. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. That's, maybe that's the um, the disclaimer. It's like you should see the world. Everyone travel. Do it now. If you have no skills, stay indoors. <laughs> stay wherever you are right now. <laughs> You're not going to make it. If you have nothing to offer the world, don't travel. Don't do it. Yeah, please don't leave. Yeah. So let's say out of the U.S., what would you guys have to do, or what? Would, what would be your next country, let's say? What would you want to go see or area of the world? Um, wherever has the cheapest airfare. <laughs> <That'd be a laughs> <good start. laughs> uh, I think Sw- Switzerland. Um, there's a there's a circuit in that goes through Switzerland, France, and I think I said that right. Yeah, it's the Mont Blanc circuit. Um, so that'd be pretty cool to do, hike around there. Um, but that's that's an <clears throat> expensive venture. Are you? So, are, are, I, sorry, I got to interrupt. Are you guys on an iPad or something like that? No. The screen, you guys no. are like upside down, and it's really crazy. But it doesn't matter. I'm like, how are they even sitting next to each other? We're watching <laughs> yeah. you guys. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. The lighting's wonderful. You guys look great. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. We, we I mean, we have, yeah. travel is kind of like out of mind right now. Yeah, we're I mean, now, so. for her, it's like, oh, we have a wedding to plan. No. It's like, no, we don't. I haven't said that. Get back. Yeah, yeah. No, I've said, we're poor. We need to make money so we can have a house. Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't even have anywhere to live. So. Oh, yeah. So where are you going to live when you, are you just going to live in the trees when you get back? Just have like a sweet tree house? <laughs> I, I picture you guys like you guys are going to be like Rambo First Blood. You're not going to know how to act in society and just retreat into the into the evergreen forests. We'll make some interesting front page news for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you hear about that guy in Seattle that climbed that tree and he was just he just stayed up there? No. That's going to be you guys. Uh, I, I think I don't know. I think he was. He had a severe mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. Heroin. Sounds like it. That'll be you guys, though. You guys just love the tree in Seattle. Josh. Yeah. yeah. He's all over that tree thing. Well, you actually, you look, like, look a lot like that guy. The nice, you know, big beard and uh, long hair. Yeah, I just let it all go, man. I haven't, I mean, it's, you know, you saw me last time, bro. It was, it was high and tight. You know what I mean? Clean face. But, uh, no, nah, down here, it's, it's all or nothing. So, what, um... What camera do you guys have? Are you taking all those like just on an iPhone, like all the pictures? No. Uh, funny story is before we left, her uh, best friend asked us if we wanted to take a camera with us, and she hands us this uh, D three thousand Nikon. Oh wow! And I, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? I don't even. I have no <laughs> clue. What's I mean? Push the button and put it in auto. And that's how it started, and then downtime and just. Uh, messing around out in the outside and before we knew it i got a hang of that thing and uh i've really found a passion for it and now it's 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 always on my hip so that's it's, awesome uh, it was a really nice gift so it'd be it, yeah we bought it from her um should we tell them this we have to tell them the story <laughs> well yeah but then we can't hear it on facebook oh yeah we so. can't yeah it's true <laughs> oh no <laughs> Well, you guys want to hear the story? Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we have to come clean to her sometime. Yeah, we have to tell her eventually. Sorry, Shanna. I mean, she let us borrow the camera, and at first it was just to borrow, right? And we're like, 
two days in the backcountry of Bariloche in Argentina, which if you if you get a chance to go to Bariloche, Argentina, it's incredible. Winter, summer, hiking, skiing, phenomenal area. It's check it out. Um, but we were we were two days in and we were having to cross a bunch of rivers. Like the trail was just kept crossing rivers and the footing wasn't great and some of the rocks that we had to like place in order to get across. Mallory's having trouble with her footing and she's getting frustrated and yeah so I get across he's like making fun of me and laughing at me because I can't cross <laughs> this river so I'm getting even more pissed and so then we cross and I'm like throwing fit I'm like mad at him for making fun of me and he starts to turn around and walk away <laughs> yeah but just as I turn around to walk away there's this like stick that somehow is like perfectly placed in between both of my inner heels or ankles i'm sorry and uh it just trips me up dude and i go head over heels and the camera happened to be on the like the outside of my bag it went flying and oh, it man. flew and it landed like on the bank and then it rolled into the river <laughs> and i oh. like oh shit and i just like, I was like, like get the camera, get the camera! Oh. and i got up so quick and i jumped down that bank and i hopped in the river and I grabbed this camera and he's like it's fine and I'm like no unzip it <laughs> and he unzips it he turns it and water just starts pouring out of the cake oh, man. and I'm like oh fuck now so you have a really expensive coffee cup like yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so we take it apart we disassemble the whole thing we have noodles we don't have rice we have I was gonna noodles. say yeah. like, right, oh, right 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 noodles it'll dry out like a cell phone like that's our that's the only thing we have we might as well try it it's already totally screwed so like anything we do is not gonna make it any worse yeah so we drop the lens in the noodle bag and i take the like the batteries out everything's, everything's out, out. Everything's, everything's apart. apart i take like the core camera and i i put it on the outside of my bag and i strap it so that the sun can just hit it right <laughs> and so for three more days we go on about our trip no i mean camera. the vibe isn't really right after this i mean everyone's kind of down and out it's just not good. We're trying to figure out ways to how we're going to explain, how we're going to pay for it, how we're going to, what can we do? <laughs> so on and so forth. We get back to the house in Bariloche that we're staying at the Airbnb. And I tell the story to the owner and I'm like, yeah, man, you couldn't believe it. This happened, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, check it out, man. And I took the camera out and, and I put the battery in it and I turned it on and the thing worked. Oh, normal. Holy shit. I was like, no way. No way. That's crazy. Out the lens and i took the lens apart a little bit and i put it on the sun and i got and the sun sucked all the moisture out of the lens <laughs> and then the fucking thing worked i had a break i had like a perfectly normal camera again i could Holy not shit. it was like camera gods i'm just saying man it was incredible right so then we're like all right look we're not gonna tell her we're gonna <laughs> offer her some money we'll say hey i'm getting the photography now i like it it's just so, light, lightly sure, used <laughs> He's like, sure. Uh, I actually want this waterproof Olympus camera, which happens to be the same waterproof Olympus camera that we already have. And we're like, yeah, it's awesome. You should definitely get it. Oh, we love man. the camera. I'll order it for you on Amazon. You're like, that's okay. We have order a we have a waterproof Nikon anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So we order this camera. A week later, we're in Torres del Pine, and the waterproof, shockproof, freeze-proof, 
Olympus camera decides to stop working. Out of the blue. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit. Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we still told her that camera's great, so she now has that camera. And uh, <laughs> we exchanged for the waterproof Nikon that we now have. So Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a funny story, man. It's just uh, – But, you know, back to, like, learning experiences and things you learn when you're traveling is, like – we, I mean, like, computers and cameras and phones and all these things that, like, we needed and wanted and had to have and, like, shirts and pants. I mean, if you name it, like, the things we thought we needed to have, you learn so much. And um, never having traveled out of the country for very long, we had to learn it all at once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? You really don't need all those things. You don't need all those things. Shit's going to break. Your stuff's going to get stolen. Don't bring nice things. Yeah. Unless exactly. you don't care and you're okay with them getting stolen or ruined. Um, just be a total scrub from the start and it will be way less stressful. Isn't that funny though? That like, I mean, these are, is, I'm not taking away from anything you're saying, but it's just like, <clears throat> you, you start out like, Oh, I can't do this. And then how does anybody do anything? They just do it. You know what I mean? The realization just, of like, Oh shit. We, yeah. We can do all of this stuff. <laughs> is pretty crazy. Yep. Exactly. And that's how you learn is from, bad shit happening or good shit for that matter um but things need to unfold in order for you to grow grow and learn and figure things out so but on that same bar loche note have you guys ever had that the happen where like you're somewhere in seattle or tacoma or for instance joe you're in la and you run into somebody from seattle and you're like what the fuck are you doing here like why are you in this (laughs) restaurant have you ever had that like we run into somebody randomly and you're like what the well, it's really crazy for us, like uh, in the Air Force, because like you'll be walking down the street somewhere in Germany, and like, hey, I know that guy. I went to the school with that guy, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Because the Air Force is such a small world, but that's because we go to the same places kind of all the time. So yeah. it seems really crazy because yeah. you're like, wow, I just saw this person in Germany, but I don't know, it, you know, it might as well just be you know on base or whatever. But yeah. But so, timing, even timing. Why, were you, yeah, why like, were you both walking down that street? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, yeah, it's just crazy. bizarre. And like with that being said, right before I left and left WG Clark, the company I worked for, I took a bunch of buddies of mine. I thought you were gonna say like, you took a bunch of stuff from the <laughs> yeah. So I still have office a, supplies. Now I have saws and uh, stuff <laughs> yeah. for sale. If anyone's looking, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, I got a group of buddies together and we all went rafting down in Oregon, the Clackamas River, right? And we went down there. We stayed a couple nights. Uh, the lady who made us sign the waiver was super nice. She got us all filled out, and then we went and did our thing, right? So we, this was right before our trip. Um, five months later, something like yeah. that, six months later, we're staying at a hostel. We have a work stay planned out in Bar Loche, and we're there for maybe three days, three days before uh, – I get us kicked out. And then uh, we decide that we need bad, to... One of the bad experiences. Yeah, one of the bad experiences. But that's another story. Um, so we decide, hey, we have to leave. We need to find a, a, another place to stay, stat. Um, so we're looking for an Airbnb. There's an Airbnb in Barloche, in the woods, far out of town, perfect. It's got a nice room. It's cheap. Let's go for it, right? So we head there. And we get in there, and there's a couple there from Oregon, and we start talking, and they're they're awesome. They're super cool. They tell us all about their travels and what they do and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we leave um, and go to town, and we come back, and she's in the, the, the lady, 
uh, from Oregon's in the kitchen. And she's cooking. And I said, out of the blue, I just walked up to her. I go, hey, what do you do for a living in Oregon? And she goes, oh, uh, I'm a rafting guide. I said, no fucking way. You signed my waiver. And you signed all maybe these. And so it was just like, Holy what are shit. you doing? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. She's like, oh, my God, I remember you now. You were with the guy with all the Mexicans. At the- <laughs> 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 you know, and so uh, it was like one of those moments, man. We were like, this it can't be happening. Like, that's that's like, crazy. We're our, uh, halfway, like more than halfway down this country. I mean, just the timing, it was bizarre, man. It was super surreal. It was crazy. So I just had to share that story. Man, that's like your trip is like so your destiny or something. Like between that and like the, you know, the waterproof <laughs> camera. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till this so, movie, I mean, till your movie comes out. This is going to be yeah, great to watch. <laughs> <laughs> we promise it'll be a little bit more well put together. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now, now you just now you, get, that happens. now you guys just need to see like an image of you know the Virgin Mary on like a tree branch or something. And yeah, your, your journey will be complete. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask yeah. real quick on uh, on Joe's behalf. He's wondering, and you guys kind of sort you guys kind of hit on this already as far as like what I'm, I'm speaking for Joe. He doesn't want to talk, but he's got good, he's got some good questions, man. This guy. <laughs> I, I hired Kevin to speak for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say what well, the guy doesn't want to talk. All right, no, I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. I just I didn't want to be like that random third voice since I haven't talked at all during this whole podcast. But so, like, just one thing. It's a huge pet peeve of mine. So I've traveled a lot, you know, with the Air Force. Been in the Air Force for a while, and also traveled a lot, like outside of, you know, travels with the military. And leaving home, what do you think is one thing now that's like you definitely took for granted, or maybe like you didn't appreciate about? living in the United States, you know, cause I feel like some people who do those quick trips out, they're like, Oh, the U S nobody, nobody knows this and nobody knows that, but nobody actually appreciates some of the things they have at home. So it's like, what's one, yeah, I don't know, whatever you want to, you know, one thing, five things, like what's something that you really feel like you took for granted about living where you lived and, you know, beautiful Pacific Northwest. Everything. Oh man! All of it. <laughs> yeah, of it. <laughs> yeah. It's That's a broad statement. I mean, what's your favorite movie? Like, <laughs> no, uh, it. Oof. It's it feels weird to say. It's like it's really silly, petty stuff. You know, like we both uh, talk about this a lot. We really miss the food that we can access at home and routine. Oddly enough, uh, having some sort of routine and knowing, like, oh, like. I can go work out at this time if I want to and just feeling good and being healthy and kind of having more of a, like a game plan for life travels awesome, but it's also like hard cause there is no routine and you're like, nothing's in balance, you know, like, in I think for me, life's all about like trying to find that balance. And so travel has been like a really good test of my patience and figuring out how to have that even when I'm at home. I don't know. That probably doesn't make a ton of sense, but um, that's those are my two main things. Or, you know, like, being able to go to Walgreens or CVS and buy a razor, like, that's really nice. Yeah. No, like, you can't, it's you, not as easy here, you know, especially in, like, Bolivia. Super, like, not as easy at all. There's not, you don't have access to the same types of 
things. It's just everything's a challenge. And especially when you don't speak the language, it's even a bigger challenge to try to go find what you're looking for. That's a good lesson. Like I, f- I feel like people, li- somebody listening right now might think, you know what? I want to travel because I don't, I get up, I go to work, I come home, I take care of my kids or walk my dog. I go to sleep. I get up. I do the same shit. Fast forward six months and you guys are like, oh, we miss that stuff. Like the routine is what we want. You know what I mean? It's, it's just a weird kind of. That's yeah. so funny. It's so it's so bizarre. It's like the grass is always greener on the other side. It's well, so bizarre. It's, I guess part of it's, it's like what you know and what you're I mean, what you've done for what however many years you've been doing it, you know, so it's what's natural. For me, it's easy. It's the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, that that's right what. You, yeah, I'm in that time. I mean, trying to find a game down here. Oh, like wow. you go into a bar, you say football, they turn on soccer. What the fuck is this? I don't know what this is. <laughs> I want football americano. Like, and yet, like, really, like, like, oh no, 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 no. So it's just like it's that for sure. Uh, op- I mean, open league basketball. I mean, just competitive. Sp- I mean, just sports in general. I miss like. Uh, so much uh how about how about one how about one item one item each well if let's just say that like there's no strings attached and like if you didn't have a laptop let's just assume everywhere has wi-fi right so like perfect scenario you both get to bring one item from home what would it be that you don't have a a recliner (laughs) i'd I'd probably bring my bike oh bike, bike. just because i mean not only is that my own personal way of staying like fit but i can also see so much more on my own time that way um you know it allows me to just go where i want to go and it did it at the same time it keeps me healthy so for me i i would have to be my bike uh i can you know like i can i can do without all the things it's an annoyance uh, but the one thing i miss the most i miss my niece no oh, i can't oh. bring her with me but that's the one thing at home that I like kids grow up so quick. And so like to not be around when she's growing up, it's kind of weird. And I know it hasn't been that long, but um, I think th- this trip has made me realize how important, you know, family and friends are and how <clears throat> traveling's awesome. But life really is about like all the connections you make and the people you love and things like that. Uh, I also miss my family. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> they too already late. know. They're like they know the order of love for you is bike and then family and then everything else. <laughs> open league, open league basketball. Open the yeah. Oh my god. So selfish, Josh. That was cold. She did you wrong though. She she went for the heartstrings. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "Little, I miss seeing babies laugh." <laughs> I'm just speaking from the heart. Oh. <laughs> no, that's that's cool. Well, I think uh, so, I don't know what's the, what's the runtime, Andrew. Where are we at? About an hour. About an hour. We don't have to wrap this up, but I, I want to know. You know, we're not kicking you off by any means, but usually we go for about an hour. Um, what well, you guys got? Any more stories you want to leave us with? Anything you want to talk about before we start to I mean, wind we down? We have lots of stories. You know, one thought might be if you guys need to do other podcasts, we could do like focus on one country or something like that. Yeah, it might be easier that way. Oh yeah, I could do like a whole episode. We could do like a couple. Yeah, do a re- reoccurring thing. Yeah, I like this. Man, it's like we're all over the place, and each country really does offer completely yeah. different things. And a lot of things happened in a lot of different countries. Some Wait. I can't really say on the air, but, you know, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you staying out of the prisons? Staying yeah, out of the Argentine well, uh, went, prison we system? We tried to go to one, actually. Yeah. We did go to one. Yeah. In Ushuaia. Ushuaia, yeah. Just to check it Ushuaia. out. Ushuaia. 
Austra- is like the Australia of South America. That's where they sent all the, the convicts back in the day. Oh. So the tip of the world, man. The very tip of oh, wow. uh, South America. Indo Mundo, they say. You went to the prison to get three hots and a cot? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost a good strategy. I don't think the jails are like American jails. No, probably but, not. Yeah, there's yeah. no TV or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny. Uh, you, you ever feel like you saw anybody shady? Like, oh, that's that's this is the cartel of some sort down here. <laughs> we should get away from this restaurant right now. You know what I mean? Anything shady? Probably drunk if we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't know the difference. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, we really haven't drank that much because it's kind of scary to drink in a country where you can't communicate with anybody. Um, yeah. And like figure out your way home as easy and things like that, but. No, overall, everyone's been pretty nice, uh, but we also haven't put ourselves in super sketchy places. No, like we, yeah. we've gone to far off places that aren't as easy to get to, but not like way out there. I mean, the sketchiest thing I, in Peru, in Asangate, which is a trek, and uh, you go to some of these. I mean, you're in like way, way back country of uh, the Andes, and it's just. You get to these villages, and uh, there's no Spanish. It's, it's a language called Quechua, hmm. and uh, I mean, it doesn't sound like anything. I mean, I have no idea what what's going on when they talk to me. But um, they uh, they have these dogs that are just ruthless. I mean, they come at you. Their eyes are completely red and bloodshot, like they're sick with rabies, and they are mean. And they they just like come bombing at you from like way far away you can kind of see them coming in. and then basically what me and Mallory have been forced to do at times is walk back like her back to my back with our trekking poles and we're just like poking you know like poking at them as they like try to snatch at us you know because they're they're just vicious man and then finally like after what feels like 15 minutes the owner will call them off and it's just like it's, it's kind of terrifying because part of me is like, man, I really don't want to murder this dog in front of you, but I will. <laughs> and I just, I, I love dogs, but this dog is, I mean, it's either me or the dog, and I'm sorry. Like, look, it's a dead dog. Like, <laughs> so it just, it was, it's kind of, it's, that's like, I mean. Yeah, the, do- the dogs are definitely the dogs here are sketchy. Are, yeah. The dog problem is out of, of control. Out of control. I mean, it's insane. You'll be in a restaurant, like, eating, and all of a sudden there's this dog sitting next to you, and you're like, where the fuck did you just come from? Like, what <laughs> oh. are you doing here? They, own, then, they like, own the place. And they, then and you'll be walking through town, and the dog will pass you like he's just going about his business, like he's on his way to work or something. It's like, it's weird, <laughs> man. Job. I swear to God, they, like, stop at the crosswalks and, like, look for cars. It's really bizarre. Like, they're like people. Yeah, it is. It's the truth. So and, you, and they just rule, they rule the roost. You guys are going to, like, sure. lose your shit. When you, you ever eat at, like, Norm's in Fremont, like, for dog-friendly yeah. restaurant, you're going to be like, this place sucks. <laughs> 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 stop stop poking our dog sir <laughs> you're like it's me or the dog bro yeah. i'm gonna fuck that dog up oh it's great like, it's a labradoodle come on man yeah <laughs> there we have there has to be a, like a two-week containment for you guys you yeah, can't just you come to, back to gen pop yeah we need to <laughs> you come back you're gonna have gonna re- be nuts. reintegration or class for you guys or something yeah <laughs> For sure. I mean, it's uh, 
things get different. Like going without a shower for eight days is normal. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then we get to a place where there's a shower and we still don't shower and wait till the next day. I mean, like something's not cl- like ticking right in our brains. Yeah, no, we're a little off the rocker. I mean, yeah, there's so much we could tell you guys. We don't want to keep you all night. You lose track of days sometimes. Like, for instance, the reason why we're here tonight is we lost track of a day. We had no idea it was Friday. We thought it was... <laughs> we, we just were off we the were day. We were off the day. So. Booked our rooms and bus tickets all wrong, and so we are hanging out doing absolutely nothing. But which works, because we were able to make this happen with great Wi-Fi. So yeah, I know. Yeah, this is a pretty good quality. Yeah, thank you so much for that. That's awesome. This is... Anyone listening at home, we're doing this with Skype? Yeah? Is that what yeah, that is? Okay, yeah. yeah pretty legit um well before we go let's let's plug you guys one more time just so listeners uh know how to follow you so backpack and i said it wrong last time boleto 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 don't give me the accent (laughs) okay so backpack and b-o-l-e-t-o dot com if you want to check out their blog it's really good um if you you can also get to the blog through the uh instagram it's uh at peak baggers and you can also follow at Mallory Smith um, and check them out that way if you want to just get more info and see some amazing pictures with a amazing camera that's yeah. indestructible. Indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably fireproof too, but don't don't test it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, on that note, thanks to Joe, our in in studio. Uh, He's an commentator. He's yeah. interning right now. Came up with some oh, damn some just burning questions inquiring minds wanted to know no it was solid having joe here mallory and uh josh thank you for taking the time this is amazing thanks for figuring out it's friday and getting your lives together and making it happen (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was tough it was tough no you guys were great man you guys made it easy for us we uh yeah we've been looking forward to this and uh Thanks. Yeah, guys. it was great meeting you. I mean, virtually. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll have to. Get, you know, once you guys get back into town, town, have a beer or something. Dog. We can have a PBF when you guys get back to town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna say goodbye, but that's just for the show's sake. You guys stay on the line. Don't don't go anywhere. <laughs> so all the listeners, thanks for listening in, and uh, we'll keep you updated on their travels and get you some links on the web on our Facebook page and all that. Um, but for Andrew, Joe, and myself, and Lindsay, she's here too. Lindsay's over there. Shout out to Lindsay, actually. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> we don't want to get up. We're like stuck in here, and she's like, oh, I'll get the beers for you guys. Oh, yeah. and, you know what I'm talking about? That's. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say you guys. <laughs> yeah, if Andrew hadn't already married you, I'd be like, you need to marry that girl. I know, yeah. She, well, actually, Lindsay introduced. Uh, she's the one that met Mallory, so she introduced. So me. she did this whole, this yeah, whole thing is her it's doing. Hers, yeah. <laughs> doing yeah oh that's, a, that's a whole other story the portugal the man concert let's, uh, let's oh man yeah up. yeah we'll, we'll hit that next episode for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right oh, so so God. for everybody thanks for listening and uh we'll see you next time